Pathway to Promise podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, episode number 80, with the author of Your Divine Human Blueprint, Julie Renee Doring. When we have a big challenge, we want to make a spiritual leap. That's why we've created the challenge, because I believe that we create all the challenges. Maybe we've created them, created them before we enter the body so that we can learn and grow and become more of who we are meant to be. Hi, this is Tony Colson, author of Unlocking Your Divine DNA, and I help people achieve excellence and live a life of greatness. Dr. Brad Miller does the same thing by teaching you how to achieve peace, prosperity, and purpose right here on the Pathway to Promise. You're on the Pathway to Promise with Dr. Brad Miller. Brad believes every person has a God-given, promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose, and that you must have a plan and a guide to get there. The Pathway to Promise podcast not only is your guide through the wilderness of depression and disappointment that stand between you and your promised life, but also brings you insights and direction from inspiring, successful thought leaders who have transformed their lives. Welcome to the Pathway to Promise. Now, here's Brad. Hello, good people, and welcome to the Pathway to Promise podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. It's an honor to have you join me today in this very special episode of the Pathway to Promise podcast, where we are here to help you. We are here for you, to help you overcome adversity in your life and understand that you do have a God-given promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. And we're here, we are here to help you find your way along that pathway. I have many years of ministry experience and a doctorate degree in, in transformational leadership. And I like to speak into your life in teaching and lessons, things that, we can, uh, things that we can learn from one another and be helpful to you. And we also have great authors with us who, and, and leaders and transformational leaders who in some form have transformed their lives and have something to teach you. Such is the case today when we have Julie Renee Doring with us, who's written the book, Your Divine Human Blueprint. We'll get into some more information about her in just a moment. Did want you to know that here at the Pathway to Promise podcast, we have a website, pathwaypromise.com. There you can find back episodes of the podcast with lots of helpful things to uh, speak into your life. You can understand better our 40-day way process to help you to move through uh, adversity to find your promised life. And we have a free gift for you there, the four-minute way to have success in your day. So those are there for you there, and you can always find out more uh, connected to us on iTunes and Stitcher and other places, pathwaypromise.com. Today, Julie Renee Doring. She likes to go by Jules, and she is a fascinating author and teacher and leader about the area of quantum energy. This is about the regeneration of your mind and about helping you to understand and alter, basically, the DNA stem cells in your mind, in your brain, to help you gain more clarity and focus and transform your life. She has a fascinating story to tell here today about some incredible personal tragedies that she had in her life. Her health was devastated, many surgeries, in a very dramatic way that she had a health challenge. You'll hear about that here on our podcast today. She had a broken marriage. She had custody issues regarding her children. There was just a number of issues that she had going on. And she was able then to take some bold action to transform her life by studying and being involved 
with a with a with a, a study of cellular regener regeneration of the brain. This process, which she learned, helped her to have healing of the body and of the mind and the spirit, and helps her now. She teaches this process now to others, which helps them with memory, with your mental outlook, with sleeping, with reducing headaches, speech issues, things of this nature, and some incredible things. Now, many of us, I know, have challenges in our life regarding our mental acuity. Many of us have family or friends who have uh, dealt with Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or some other things that have impacted memory and, and function of the body that way. Maybe we have that fear of that as we age. I know that this is something that is prevalent in people's minds, their health and their mental, their mental accuracy, their mental acuity. This podcast today is for you. You're going to learn the story of Jules, what she did to pull herself out, and how she now runs something called the organization, the Quantum Activ Activation Academy, and teaches this process to others. And she is able then to have some incredibly fascinating stories about the success that she has had. That's our story today. Our author interview today is with Julie Renee Doring. She goes by Jules. Let's get into that interview right now. Dr. Brad Miller back with you on the Pathway to Promise podcast where we are all about helping you overcome adversity in your life to achieve your promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. And we do that in all kinds of ways by teaching and leading and talking to great people who have transformed their lives in some way. And today we have a, an author uh, who is with us who has, she has had incredible life transformation. She has a fascinating story to tell about her own transformation. And she is then involved with various things about the human potential and about healing your brain in order to have transformation. Her name is Julie Renee Doring. She is the author of Your Divine Human Blueprint. She's a speaker, a best-selling author, a master health activator, and she mentors individuals who refuse to play small but are being held back by exhaustion and a fuzzy brain. She has overcome her own health challenges and is now here to help you today as we have as our guest, Julie Renee Doring. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. It's great to be here, Brad. We call you Jules uh, in our conversation together. And uh, I've been looking at your book here and learning, learning more about what you're involved with. The healing and wholeness that you teach comes out of your own life experience and where you've had to overcome some really uh, difficult circumstances. Would you just share with us about your story, about what happened in your life and what got you to where you're at today and that what you're, the work you're involved with now? Yes, I literally survived the atomic bomb testing in the Nevada desert. We were on vacation, a family vacation, when they were doing underground bomb testing. I had um, exposure to the uh, the bomb and uh, the radiation poisoning. I had 17 surgeries, multiple cancers. I died twice, was in a wheelchair, told I would never walk without unbearable pain and canes, and that I would en end up eventually bedbound and die of this illness. And um, over a period of time of a, deal, a great deal of suffering, I had a moment of really a realization. I said, God, you promised me the Garden of Eden and I'm living in hell on earth. And I went to my garden and in prayer and meditation, singing, I sang for several hours and I meditated and discovered 
I, I really felt like the presence of God with me discovered uh, how the body regenerates. At the time, I didn't know exactly what I was discovering, but it was pretty amazing. Um, I was watching a master cell in my mind's eye. So uh, in my inner vision, I was watching a master cell, cells that are with us seven days after we're conceived, going from very, very sick, a dying cell, like a, a dying stem cell, to its God state. And I had no idea that that could happen, but it became this pulsing blue orb. And um, it was so uh, overwhelming. I, I was actually crying. I was watching what it felt like I was watching the face of God. It was something so magnificent. And my body began to regenerate in a way that I didn't know was possible. And at that time in the garden, I was in a lot of pain and I was walking with two canes. And within six months, I was running on a mountain trail 30 miles a week and I was dancing on stage with a rock and roll band just six months later. So my body had made this incredible turnaround, just like unbelievable. And the doctors and scientists were looking at me going, what are you doing? How can this be happening? Within a year, I was looking 20 years younger. So, you know, when you're in a lot of pain and suffering, you, you look exhausted. People were asking me, they were saying, you look like you could be your daughter. Well, yeah, this, what, that's an amazing story in and of itself. And this was about how long ago? You said it was during the nuclear testing. It must well, the testing, the bomb testing, actually, people don't realize this. It went on from 46 to 76. I was uh, 12 years old. I'm 62 now, so it was 50 years ago. So you've had this dramatic thing happen in your life, and now you've led you to a life where you not only had this personal experience of this uh, healing and wholeness through this experience that you had, you're now involved with researching and teaching and various forms where you're expressing this to other people. And so share a little bit about what, well, the, the title of your book is Your Divine Human Blueprint. And so I just want to ask you kind of a real basic question. It kind of goes a little bit what your story you already said. If it's our divine human blueprint, what, uh, what do you think makes us human? I mean, I'm going to look at it from my, we all come from this beautiful God cloud that the divine mother, father, God came from, God came from, father, God, however you view God. Angels came from that God cloud, and we as spirits came from that God cloud. So we're all part of that essential, our essential nature is divine. So we have spirit and a body, and we are incarnated or embodied in a body. I believe that to have a, a beautiful human experience is to live uh, faithfully and uh, with great love and compassion. But I also believe that this is a place of uh, learning and experiments, and uh, we have our challenges, our ups and downs. That that's part of being human. Is to, part of being human is making mistakes and learning and growing from whatever we're taking on in this body in this life. And then, so you've made it your your life to study what it means to be human and to reach your potential and to have your what you call quantum energy how you believe you can regenerate things and your stem cells and have energy, momentum, clarity, focus, all these good things that you say in your book. So tell me a little bit about what you've learned about this process that you've described what you kind of defined is, is what it means to be totally human. What have you learned about what is the actual reality for a lot of folks who have somehow had their life somehow gone off track for what it means to be a, 
divine human experience. So they're, they've been blocked or they've been hit or they've been somehow adversity has put them off, uh, has, has hurt them. Share a little bit of what you've learned about humanity. You know, I think uh, this question really goes to when we have a big challenge, we want to make a spiritual leap. That's why we've created the challenge, because I believe that we create all the challenges. Maybe we've created them before we enter the body so that we can learn and grow and become more of who we are meant to be. And when you're faced with a challenge, um, it's going to be, do you have, for me, my faith pulled me through. So my, my belief in God, my belief in a loving God, pulled me through over and over again. I, I know when I died the first time and I was looking at my body on the floor and I was up at the ceiling as a spirit and I was looking down. And I was like, God, I'm not ready to go and I'm willing to go through whatever I have to go through to keep this body going. I was 24 the first time I died. And I think, you know, sometimes people are depressed and they're willing to let go or they're willing to believe what Western medicine or their doctors are telling them. Uh, And sometimes I think that the greater um, mission is to hold on to the body, even if if it's a sick body, hold on and see if you can make that transformation for yourself and grow into the next level. I had, back then I had, at 24, I had three small children that I had lost custody of, we were going through a divorce, and then they had decided I was too sick uh, to give me any part of custody. So um, having an alcoholic ex-husband meant I really lost those children. And I moved into a life of fighting for my life for 20 years. And I feel like I grew in leaps and bounds. And when I really made my transformation is when I started saying, no matter what, like no matter what, no more drama in my life, no matter what, I am gonna get better. Like I have this little affirmation I've been doing for years, every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. And I started noticing what fueled transformation, love and gratitude and appreciation fueled my transformation. Like I was getting better, stop talking about any assignment of blame of somebody hurt me or somebody did this or somebody was at fault and started just trusting in um, being grateful for everything I do have and diminishing anything that didn't work out, like making it very small and almost non-existent. And um, as we grow in our challenges, I think that's the idea. We don't want to get stuck in our challenges. Yeah. What I'm hearing you say, Renee, is that you took some bold actions yourself, and that's part of what you teach now. One of them I'm hearing you say is to live a, a life of gratitude, to have, uh, to have affirmations, self-affirmations and affirmations of the quality of, of your life to uh, take 100% responsibility uh, for your life. Because so many of us get stuck, don't we? And it, you, you, and it seems like you had at least the the opportunity or the danger with divorce and health issues and custody and all that really challenging stuff that you could have been stuck like many people are or just that would have been the end of it, you know, right there. But you chose to be very intentional 
about uh, moving through those things. And that's what I enjoy hearing about and how that can relate to uh, our listeners here and to your readers. You mentioned about the higher power there and then you, how you had to call upon you know a spiritual life. Tell me more about how that kind of gave you, uh, that empowered you, or gave you energy, whatever it was, the spiritual practices that you did that helped to uh, get you through some things. Because there's, there's an inner, there's the outer battle with your health and so on, and there's an inner battle, and they're all integrated. I think um, my feeling about the divine, and I, I've walked with, well, I was a born-again Christian really early in my life, so I was out in high school knocking on doors of my friends, converting them to Christ, and and then I matured in my faith and learned even more things about the goodness and the bigness of God. I went through a short period where I had lost my children about three years, where I thought maybe God's dead because he's not listening to my prayers, and then felt like, no, this is the path I was supposed to be on, that everything happens for a reason, began to uh, open up. Um, My practices are meditation and prayer, walking in nature, and um, making God my partner in everything I do. Uh, Whether it's uh, calling in Jesus and Mary, or it's calling in Mother, Father, God, who I, I view as the nature of God is both female and male. So I call it mother, father, God. And and so what I do, I, I pray. And I pray in hopefully the most powerful way, which is not as a beggar, but as a, a worthy child of God. But it's a listening, it's ongoing, it's a relationship. It's yeah. a relationship. And that that's an awesome way of, of putting it there, uh, Jules. And tell me a little more, you, you mentioned a little bit about uh, how the power of the emotion of love was important to you here in this process. Tell me a little bit about how you, uh, how love came into play, whether it was learning how to love yourself after some really devastating adversity that you had to go through, or maybe the love of other people who maybe entered into your life in some form or another or you shared with them. Tell me about the emotional fuel or power of love in your in this transformation that you went through that you can now teach others. So there was, uh, I had a childhood that was full of uh, abuse and an alcoholic parent and a mentally ill parent. And um, it was challenging. And I had a, an ongoing inner dialogue about people were at fault, you know, family members were at fault for some of my problems. And I, at some point, just said, no more. I'm not going to put any assignment of blame. I got to be, I got raised. I have, you know, a body that I love my body. Um, I love how I look. And I love my mind and my spirit, so no more blaming. And that was the first shift uh, for me of really experiencing more love. Because when you stop assigning blame, when you stop assigning responsibility of anything that's gone wrong in your life to anyone, whether it's your ex-husband or, you know, something didn't work out, you know, decide that this is my path, that I am partnered with God and that I'm getting exactly what I need to move forward. And so, um, so it was like a, a door opened for loving and being compassionate. And when I shut that inner dialogue off about somebody's wrong or somebody's at fault, then I started appreciating what was given to me. My mother's uh, got a, a beautiful nature. She's an artist. And um, there are, are many gifts that I got from my mother. My father loves history. He uh, loves woodworking and uh, 
there are many gifts that I got from my father. We did all traveled all over the world or all over the United States. And then I traveled all over the world. So that sense of adventure, I started just being grateful for the pieces that were working. And I think we as humans, we tend to look at like we have 90% of our day went well, but the 10%, there was something that really didn't go well. And we look at the 10%. And what I want to encourage you to is to find that 10% of extraordinary and stay with that 10% of extraordinary or even the little things, just little wonderful things that have happened during your day that you can look out. I'm looking out my window at the Santa Lucia mountain ranges and it's just breathtaking. It's beautiful. And yeah. to just stay with the what's going good and allow like water over a duck's back, the stuff that, well, that didn't work out, you know, or it didn't go the way I thought it would. Uh, but I'm grateful for all I do have. Well, we choose where we focus our, our energies and our our, uh, our mind, and it seems to me that your uh, part of your journey of healing and wholeness has been your choices to really study and to get into and to help others understand this whole area that you are really involved with about the mind, about the brain, about memory. Uh, it's uh, pertinent in my own personal life. I had a my father died a few years ago with uh, with the effects of Parkinson's disease, which were debilitating to him, and that was something that we dealt with in our family. And I, I think that as a pastor, I've been with many people who have had various forms of memory loss and Alzheimer's, other things like that. And that's a fear a lot of folks have, is how their body is is changing. And you talk about ways that people can improve and regenerate their brain and improve their memory and the protocol, so the protocols and processes that you've learned, you've you've, you've done some things about non-dietary ways, non-drug-related uh, ways that so people can improve things. And tell us, and you have this process you call quantum activation. I'd just like you to get into a little bit. Of, what have you learned about this process that you're involved with now? What have you learned about this, and what kind of uh, results are you seeing from your studies? We do a process called cellular neogenesis, and uh, we start with prayer and we um, pray. We, this is um, every every faith comes into our program. So we don't have, it's not a Christian directed. It's everyone is all inclusive. But we start with prayer. We bring in Mother, Father, God and the angels and beings that help us. And then uh, we begin a clearing and we clear out blocks and obstacles, maybe patterns for dementia, Alzheimer's. Uh, memory loss, we clear that. So we do a hand movement. The hand movement, um, one of the hand movements, the basic one is called the basic quantum pump. We're setting an intention with the mind and then we're doing this simple hand movement to clear energy. And we've got 12 different hand movements we use. Um, there's two kinds of physics. There's Newtonian physics and quantum physics. Our work is using the quantum field and we think about uh, Newtonian physics is like probably what you might have studied in school. It's gravity and the apple falling from the tree. And quantum physics, in a very simple way, uh, defines us as part of a field of particles vibrating. And what we've learned is that based on how the particles are vibrating, you get a better or a worse result. And so we're just rearranging the way your particles are vibrating in your field to get a better result. And we're matching them up with the divine human blueprint, which is in a perfected state to get you to a better place. 
So we're simply doing a hand movement. We're going through a process of cellular neogenesis. The first step is prayer. The second is clearing. The first, the um, third step then is uh, it's activating the stem and master cells. And uh, we're bringing them from wherever they are. They might be at a low level. They might be a 10 or 20% function. We're bringing them all the way up to 100%. Then we're using a mirroring technique, which uses the light of cell. And you might know about mirroring. If somebody smiled at you, Dr. Brad, and you felt like this, oh, she smiled at me. That feels really nice. And you feel it all over your body. You feel a little bit of a flood in your body. That's mirroring, actually. So that we we just mirror those healthy cells uh, to all the other healthy cells so they get a big upgrade whether we're doing the brain or some part of the body and then the third uh, or the fourth step is uh, using the mitochondria to little looks like a little caterpillar uh, in the cell it's a little tiny wormy looking thing we tickle its little tummy and uh, get the um, mitochondria starting on the regeneration the mitochondria um, it provides fuel for the cell, but it also uh, is the mechanism in the cell that allows it to do uh, rapid regeneration. So we start growing new cells and we start a cascade of new cell growth. And then it's followed with meditation and that's it. Wow. So you have a, Jill, to sound like you have a, a process and with some exercises uh, on each level of the process you mentioned the hand movements and some other things that you do and it seems like there might be even some sort of elements of nlp perhaps involved here some interconnectivity between the physical and the emotional the spiritual and the, and the cognitive it's all um, all integrated here in in your process and i'm fascinated by that yeah it, it is it's uh they said the whole brain regeneration only takes three hours we uh it's a beautiful process if I'm doing it one to one, it only takes an hour. So, uh, mm. but when I take a group through, like we took 200 th people through this brain study, we wanted to see, well, how does it work when we do a big group? And uh, each of those um, participants then had an opportunity each month to report back how their um, how their brain was improving, how brain function was improving, and they meditated every day for six months using my meditation, um, and we we found out that uh, there was some pretty amazing results. Yeah, that's, and I want to hear about those results here in just a moment. I look at through your book, which is very complete and describing uh, your process here, Jules. I came across a, to me, which was an interesting terminology. And I just pulled that one thing out of your book here. It's called spiritual parasites. And that is something I'm just kind of interested in learning more about it, what that means to you and how that is one of the things that, uh, that, that impacts our, uh, our cognitive and spiritual and emotional health here. Okay. Well, yeah, we have, there's uh, any number of uh, spiritual parasites or, or spiritual interferences. Those are things like demons and devils and Satan and aliens and things like that, that can attach in and drain our energy, um, cause negative, uh, like uh, demons cause a lot of pain in the body, bone pain. Uh, nerve pain, things like that. So we just use this hand movement to clear them out too. So um, we've just really done, a, probably I'm one of the foremost experts on spiritual interferences. I've documented over 200 of them. And we have a technique for clearing every one of them. We don't spend a, 
tremendous amount of time. Um, but if you were wanting to like totally clean from the inside out, every single thing out of you, you know, from this body from birth to now, um, we have an 18 hour process for that. And you are sparkling fresh after you've gone through that process. It's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a good clean out. Here's what I'm interested in learning now from you, Jules, about, I'd like to hear about some some stories about some uh, people. You don't have to give me names, of course, but just give me an example of how you've seen life transformation actually happen, and uh, particularly in some of the people that you've worked with. You've mentioned how your story about transformation has happened, but what about others? Have you seen this happen? Especially, I'm really interested and intrigued because a lot of people, uh, you know, it takes a long process of life's transformation, days, weeks, years, a lifetime. Uh, but you're talking about relatively short period of time how you can make a transition. But I want to hear about some people. I, I can think, first I want to talk about the brain, and then I want to talk about something we would definitely consider miraculous that happens. So I want to talk about the brain first. So um, a fellow came to me, and we do most of this on the phone because I work in 82 countries now, which means I work out of my home, and um, they just call me, and I'm working remotely with them, usually. And a man could no longer speak. He had had a very serious stroke and lost uh, his ability to, um, he was wearing a diaper and he couldn't walk and he couldn't speak. He was blah, blah, blah. But um, his helper was talking for him. I did the brain regeneration. 10 days later, he was speaking clearly. He was no longer using a diaper and he was walking. So he wasn't perfect at 10 days. But the brain regeneration was helping him dramatically get back into his life. Uh, similar situation, a lady, I used to live 200 miles from here, and a lady like six doors down from me called me. This is really funny because I was up 200 miles away, and here she was, my neighbor now. And um, she had had six strokes. She was a high-level executive who traveled professionally. She traveled overseas, and that was part of her career. And she got Ebola when she was traveling in a foreign country. And then it caused multiple series of strokes. So she lost everything. She lost her brain and her job and her, her whole life was gone. And I did the brain regeneration with her. And within a few months, she was bright and sparkly. She um, sold her house and moved into a fun um, neighborhood with lots of other people, but things that she wouldn't have been able to do. She couldn't, she couldn't, uh, really do anything with her brain not working at all. And now she was actually creating the next phase of her life. And then I think about, um, Carolyn Stevens and I mentioned her name because she's, there's an interview with me, uh, about rather not with me, but about me on, it says Julie Renee and Carolyn Stevens on YouTube, and she does a 19-minute interview on her experience. She had her colon removed, and um, she was dying. And she came, really, she was very, very close to death when she came to me. And I was able to clear the infections. The doctors had said, um, you know, make prepare for your end, you're dying. So she was going to the mortuary to set up her funeral. And um, I did the regeneration on her, and over uh, a period of months, she got better. 18 months after we healed and took out the nine infections that were killing her, I grew back her colon. And uh, that's, you know, that's pretty significant. I've grown things back for myself also. I've grown back my tonsils and my adenoids. I've, I wear glasses from 
uh, 18 to 46. I haven't worn okay. glasses um, since 46. I'm now 62. Let me be clear what I'm hearing you say here, Jules, is make sure you're saying that through your process, there's actually physical regeneration of organs. I just want to, am I hearing that correctly? You are hearing that correctly. Yes. Um, so with her, she had no colon. It was completely surgically removed. We grew it back. She had the bag removed and has a normal life. She, you know, it's a really interesting story. If you want to hear a little more about it, she was a nun. And when she was, she was a professor at Dominican College. She met her soulmate and left the order to marry him. And they had a child when she was in her 40s. And um, this beautiful woman of faith. She prayed every day and um, she got really sick when her daughter was 11. She was in her 50s. She used prayer. And I did what I could do to help her. And we pulled her first out of death. She was having visions of angels. She was preparing for her death. The doctors had said, you're dying. She was having angel visits and she stopped seeing angels. She stopped having those ideations that she was dying anymore. And she slowly got better. And she said, I don't feel like I'm going to be really better until this bag is gone because I can't be with my husband. And um, she's a very proper lady, but I understood what she was saying. She didn't feel beautiful with a bag in front of her. With poop in it. You know, it's like, and uh, so that was her goal. And so we worked together and grew back her colon. And so that's a, that's a, that is awesome. <laughs> that is an awesome story there. And, you know, there's so many folks who are stuck in one form or another that's got them, they're either the mind or their soul or their relationships or and turmoil and and what you're sharing with us and your divine human blueprint and your processes here, which we can uh, find a lot more about you at your website, julierene.com. And we'll put some links to the uh, YouTube video that you've mentioned here and some of this as well. But I want you to speak right now as we speak to a listener of our, uh, of our podcast who may be having their own devastating adversity in their life, you know, as you mentioned here. What are just some things you might say to that person who just feels like their life is in a ditch right now, then what are some practical, pragmatic things that they can do right now to help begin the process of turning things around? Well, first of all, if you're in a difficult place, believe me, I have been there. And I think the first thing you need to do is just put things in perspective and know that this too shall pass and that there will be a better day. So I think a mindset really helps. Meditation really helps. Um, understand that when we go through big challenges, we came to make big transformation. And so I want to just acknowledge that you are, you took on a big um, project in your life by taking on this challenge. And when you embrace it that way, like, what did I come to learn with this challenge? And how can I use this challenge in the future to help others? And I think if you begin to think about, I can help others who have had this challenge once I get beyond the biggest part of things. I think prayer is really important. Walking in nature is really important. Uh, staying grateful for everything, keeping a clean diet, uh, drinking clean water, breathing clean air, all of that really helps. And then really, uh, I, I don't know if use meditations. I have a short Short meditations, I have uh, an app, it's called the Q5, it's five minute meditations. If you're not a meditator, those are really good for people who just wanna get in and do a quick meditation and get out. Uh, meditation and connection with the divine 
knowing that you're here for a reason because we all come for a reason and we're meant to live a long time. And once you are starting to get back on your feet, I really address the depression. What's going on underneath that would make you feel hopeless? Because the body can regenerate. You have a miraculous system. You came with a miraculous system. It can transform, uh, but it needs your help. It needs your heart and your mind uh, completely committed. Um, and I also want to say, I went through the most difficult period and I tried to have more children and I had lost, you know, miscarriages. And I, you know, if it's, if it's your heart's desire at 58, I applied for adoption and was immediately approved. And I had to adopt my first child at, before 60. And Adele came to me when I was 59 and um, I'm in the process again. And once you, you know, so I just want you to know that life isn't over um, because you've gotten to a certain age. I know there's, you know, all of these different ideas that I just have to let go of my dreams. But if you have a strong dream of I'm going to live a healthy life and I'm going to fulfill my dreams no matter what, I promise you life is going to be wonderful. It's going to have lots of joy and happiness in your future. Yeah, that's an awesome way for us to close our conversation in terms of those big challenges can lead to big opportunities. There's never, we're never without hope if we just choose to have a life of hope and gratitude. And I appreciate the the good positive nature of your work here. And if people want to find more uh, more about you, I'm assuming julierene.com is the place to go. Is that what we need to do? We have a, also, I'd love to direct you to julierene.com, the quiet, quiet mind julierene.com forward slash quiet mind, um, a little gift for you to help you just to center. It's a little short meditation to get you started if you haven't meditated before. Excellent. That'd be a great resource. And you have a, a, a whole process and courses that you're involved with as well. And certainly your book is your divine human blueprint. Our guest today on the pathway to promise. We thank you so much. Julie Renee Doring, Jules. Thank you, Jules. Wasn't that a fascinating interview that we had with Julie Renee Doring, Jules? She shared with us some important takeaway points that I want to touch on with you. In her story, you notice how she had this incredibly tragic thing of being impacted by an atomic bomb about the nuclear weapons testing, which gave her radiation sickness and meant many surgeries and debilitating health issues for a number of years. And she had a broken marriage and custody issues, things of this nature, and all kinds of issues. But she made some decisions then to turn that around, and she began to study the brain, study the mind, and processes to heal, to heal with, from within. She took bold action. Hear that, please. Then she got in tune with her spiritual life. Here at the Pathway to Promise, we like to talk about drawing on a higher power. And she got involved with meditation practices and prayer and other ways of clearing her mind, nature walks, other things to help her regenerate her mind. That she also had the situation where she had to love. We talk about the fuel of love to help to, help to provide uh, the fuel for uh, transfer, transformation to take place. And she talked about she had to forgive herself and love herself. And that process and allowed her to forgive others and love others in her life and have a starting place where she was not going to give up. She was not going to give up, and she was going to come from a place of gratitude and love. And that is incredible. 
Then the, the disciplines that she has have to do with just not giving up, being persistent and consistent in her life and knowing that transformation can take place. She's seen it in her life and she saw it in some of the clientele that she's worked with, some dramatic restorations, dramatic things have happened. They can happen in your life too. This means that there is a situation that any, there's a, the uh, attitude that she has that anything is possible. I mean, she's in her 60s now and has adopted two children. That tells you right there, this, this is an amazing woman. So we'll have the connections to about her in our show notes. I can, uh, her, book, her book is Your Divine Human Blueprint with Jules, Julie Renee Doring. It's been my pleasure to help serve you with your walk and your journey of life transformation as well. We believe here at the Pathway to Promise that we can speak into your life to help you understand that you have a God-given promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose, but you have to claim it and work towards it. We're here to help you at pathwayofpromise.com. We have back episodes, our whole catalog of 80 episodes now of the Pathway to Promise podcast is right there for you with great teaching and leadings. I've teached some of the lessons. We have great authors uh, like uh, Jules, who are with us as well. They'll speak into your life. They'll be helpful to you. We also have a free gift there for you there, the four-minute way to uh, to succeed in your day. You can pick that up at pathwaypromise.com. We're here to serve you, and until next time, that's exactly what we want to, want to do with the Pathway to Promise podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. So until next time, remember to keep your promises because there's power in a promise kept. Thanks so much for taking the Pathway to Promise with Dr. Brad Miller. As a subscriber, you'll be a vital part of the Pathway to Promise community. Visit us on the web at pathwaypromise.com. Until next time, remember to stay on your Pathway to Promise.